I'm Alexandria Kenyon, spiritual mentor and your host of Conscious Connection, a podcast where we create space for humanness within spiritual development. Me and my, when she feels like it, co-host Kimber Klein are giving you a real behind-the-scenes look of what it is actually like to be on a spiritual development path. We will talk with coaches, healers, and other spiritual leaders who are making impact, as well as our clients, who will share their real-life experience as they practice owning their intuitive gifts. Stick around for unfiltered conversations that may or may not poke fun at New Age spirituality, giving you permission to show up imperfectly human. Hey guys, it's Alexandria Kenyon. Welcome to episode five of Conscious Connection, the podcast. This episode is how to thrive during your Saturn return, which I am so excited about. I learned a lot. I am currently transiting my Saturn return. I'm 29 years old and my Saturn will be uh, returning in February of 2023. So I am on approach to the final destination. So this is for anyone who has Saturn in Aquarius. Um, you are currently transiting your Saturn return or the people who have Saturn in Pisces, all the 26 year olds who are about to, uh, Saturn's going to be coming into Pisces, I believe. And I don't know, March or something. <laughs> So get prepped. If you are 26, 27, you're going to be coming into Saturn return. 28, 29, 30, you are currently transiting. And maybe just some validation for anyone, you know, in their 30s who wants to reflect on what it was like to be in those moments. And uh, what did you learn? I'm so excited. Here's Brooke Underwood on Saturn return. I'm loving the colors behind you because I was reading the energy of this call and it was such a goddess energy and I'm like I know we relate in that way very very deeply so I'm so excited to have you on the podcast I'm so excited so welcome Brooke welcome welcome thank you so very much today we're gonna be getting into a really really fun topic that a lot of people are like hearing about for the first time and that is Saturn return what is that? What is a Saturn return and why are people having meltdowns about it? Like what's going on? Uh, Brooke is a Vedic astrologer and she's here to give us all the info we need. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> a, a little bit before we jump, jump all the way in, I'm so curious you are a Vedic astrologer. Where did your journey with astrology start? How did you, how did you find astrology? Well, Saturn. (laughs) (laughs) Saturn, Saturn, Saturn. I started studying astrology when I was 25. And before then I was actually quite skeptical of astrology. I was quite skeptical of any alternative spirituality, particularly the new age. Um, I was very interested in religion and philosophy, but astrology didn't really land in my lap until I had an experience with goddess energy that changed my life forever. 
And that was the same time that I started looking into astrology and starting to see myself differently and liberate myself from my sun sign. I am a Leo. And there was a lot of, you know, Leo, classic Leo prescriptions of what I ought to be doing, who I am, but I was facing different difficulties and I was very confused about who I was and how best I was to express my personality because I certainly didn't just feel like a Leo. So Western astrology gave me so many tools to see myself from the rising sign, from the moon sign, from all the different planetary aspects. And I went deep for many years. I studied with a few amazing astrologers, mostly on the West Coast in Oregon. My teacher, Demetra George, uh, had a huge influence in me. And I really went deep into more of the traditional lens of astrology in the Western view, which is Hellenistic uh, based. And my life started to really pick up the more I started applying Hellenistic um, technology, you can say, to the birth chart. And then as I really went deep into that tradition, which Saturn rules tradition and older <laughs> traditional things, he's not a new age planet, he is an old age. So I was already kind of putting my direction of my interest in astrology. I was already leaning into more traditional astrology. And so I decided to get a Vedic astrology reading from someone who was recommended to me um, right as my Saturn return was beginning. And that was a very faded reading, changed my life completely. And it gave me the, the motivation to start researching the, the traditions in the Vedic lineage, which are really hard um, to find and to uh, translate if you don't have a teacher but it really was during my Saturn return that I was led to Vedic astrology and more of a traditional route because that was the medicine that I deeply needed and continue to need to be anchored in a tradition and to be anchored in something that is going to continuously challenge me, that is going to continuously ask me to wake up early or stay up late and study, 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 because there's so many fruits of the labor of love that you put into when you really find what it is that brings you self-fulfillment. So that was Vedic astrology for me. Oh, I like chills. I'm like getting emotional. I'm like, yes, I feel that from you. That is, that's so magical. I'm like, yes, yes, Saturn. <laughs> okay. So for those of you listening, Brooke, what is what is Saturn return? Let's talk about Saturn as the archetype. Who is, who is daddy Saturn as I refer him? <laughs> Absolutely. So Saturn as an archetype is, is the older person. He's described as an old man and of someone who is lame. So someone who walks a little funny, usually has a cane, um, is described in the Vedic tradition as wearing all black, either in clothing or has black hair, um, or he's older. And also the body type of Saturn is, is in Ayurvedic medicine, it's called Vata. So very thin bone structure, very skinny, airy type of energy. 
um, when we enter our later years, 70 years and over, we're entering our Vata time, our Saturn time. So old age and, and the archetype of the elder, the wise elder is very much Saturn. But on more of a, a psychological aspect, a Saturn that is really developed and has taken responsibility He's the person in the room who has a cool headedness, he or she, I use he because Saturn's described with the gender he. And someone with the kind of cool headedness who understands the cycles of nature, who understands that there's always an ending, whether that ending is death or that ending is the, the finishing of a relationship or the crops are now going to die and prepare for the next season. And it's truly the person who owns their own rhythm because they understand the rhythm of nature and they take massive self-responsibility. And because of that, they have a sort of air of, of authority that is not so much a solar authority energy because a lot of times when we talk about the sun, that is very much an authority but Saturn's authority is that sort of chill authority. Doesn't need to be in the spotlight, but he's a guy that's like, if your car breaks down, if your house is on fire, if something <laughs> is just tremendously like pressure, 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 you know, he's the surgeon that's done like a thousand surgeries and is like, yeah, I'm cool. This is a, this is a difficult situation you're in, but I can help you, right? Mm -hmm. Just like, that type of cool, I know what I know, I'm confident in what I know because I've taken so much self-responsibility my whole lifetime. Mm. So that's kind of the Saturn archetype psychologically and physically. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about all my Capricorns and Aquariuses out there. <laughs> my dad is a Capricorn, so it's like, yeah, that lands. Um, yeah, so I'm 29. I just turned 29, also a fellow Leo. I love that we, we share that. I mean, our hair alone just speak to that. And so I'm entering this transition, I'll call it, of Saturn coming in really hot, <laughs> making his arrival. So can you explain what the Saturn return is and why it's, why it's potent, why it's important. And um, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. One of the most important periods of your time and probably the second most important period of time is your second Saturn return when you're in your late fifties, early sixties. And so I don't know about you, my dear, but if you're running into people in that age group, Maybe there's an aunt or a parent, uncle, anyone in that age group. There's often a sort of bonding that happens with those of us in 28 to 30. And those of us. Weird. My, my parents are 58. Um, yeah. And my so. mom passed coming into her Saturn return. So it's like, definitely, yes. I'm definitely doing some soul bonding with... <laughs> The 58-year-olds. I, I love it. I have a client who's in her, in her I want to say her late 50s, maybe early 60s, obsessed. So good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So this, the transit of Saturn is so important because Saturn is the slowest moving planet out of the seven planets. So he, when you are born, you're born with your Saturn placement. And then for the next 28 years, Saturn is going to move to the next sign. Then the next sign, let's say your, your Saturn is in Libra when you're born. So then when you're around, it depends. Uh, but say between two and four, Saturn's going to go into the next sign. Saturn's going to go in Scorpio, and then it's going to go in Sag, Cap, Aquarius. So you're getting a full take of Saturn aspecting all those houses and all your other planets for the first 28 years of your life. So Saturn's like sprinkling his wisdom and challenges and difficulties all throughout your chart for the first 28 years of your life. And so it's a very important transit because it's, it's longer and it gives you a greater period to work with. A Mercury return, a Venus return, Mars return, these all happen every year. Mars is every one to two years and Jupiter returns happen every 12 years, but Saturn returns happen every 28 years. And that's why it said that the behaviors that you pick up from your Saturn return will be with you for the next 28 years. So it's really, really important to adapt really healthy, mature attitudes about the difficulties that you're faced in your, that are, that you are being faced with in your life, either it being, you know, happening in relationships and career, things like this, all dependent to where Saturn is in your chart, or if it's more of a psychological experience. If you're, you're looking at things that you want to get accomplished. You have either unfinished or unlived tasks that you want to do. Any places where you're feeling unfulfilled, Saturn is wanting you to take personal responsibility. So he requires you to develop habits and attitudes and modes of operandi that are going to set you up for the next 28 years of your life. Oh, <laughs> that's all my Saturn in my in tropical is in the 12th house. <laughs> it's been a fun journey. Um, yeah. So, okay. So this typically happens 28 year at the 28 year mark. When do you suppose that most people will start feeling Saturn coming in? For me, the experience has been kind of like, okay, you know, 26, here are all the things that are completely out of alignment. 27, 28 was really difficult. 29 feels great. <laughs> but um, yeah, Saturn has definitely been like, these are, these are just kind of lighting up all of the ways, yeah, that I wasn't taking responsibility for my life. And teaching me that, you know, like we need to take this information into our thirties. So let's go. Like, what are we doing? Um, so yeah. When do you think, I mean, I guess that would be personal for every person. Yes. Yes. However, there is something to say about the buildup to a transit and it's the same thing. If you're starting to watch transits happening, uh, right now, uh, for instance, in the next few days, we're going to have a transit with Mars crossing over the North Node in Uranus. And a lot of people have been feeling this buildup of fiery, explosive energy, acti active energy. So there's a lot to say about the buildup of energy. 
So you may be feeling the buildup of your Saturn return between, you know, two and a half to six months before it occurs. Um, if you have a particular prominent Saturn, say if Saturn's in your first house, you may really be feeling the, the instigatory energy of Saturn being in the house right before it's about to return to its placement. Um, so yeah, it, it can vary between person and person, but often you do feel a subtle shift in your prana or in your, your spiritual energetic body. It's a fun ride. Yes. <laughs> Saturn has been really, really pivotal for you because it's how you found, you know, Vedic astrology. And I would say also for me, because I'm really embracing Saturn, I think we're going to be really good friends. <laughs> we're learning. We're learning. Um <laughs> It's been so much fun. We were talking before we hopped on the episode kind of about how, um, first of all, anyone listening, like this is not something to fear. It's, it's not like you're going to be punished. Though Saturn kind of feels like that energy, like it feels like that to me, but you're not being punished. You're being asked to grow. Um, and so we were talking about some of the celebrities and some of the, you know, people who don't quite make it past their Saturn return. So like, why do you think that that is? Yes, that is a great question. So I think there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. The first thing that I learned from Vedic astrology is that you can't really prepare for your Saturn return. Saturn and your Saturn return prepares you for the rest of your life. And so if you're not in a place emotionally and psychologically to be ready to handle what is required of you, when Saturn is about to transit, have its return, then often your physical body is not going to be able to handle it. And so you'd be able to see those who have difficulties, for instance, on their first house, their ascendant sign and or the sun sign, but mostly their ascendant sign. If there's difficult planets um, aspecting the first house and a few other conditions, then it can be really difficult to pull yourself out of the trenches, whether it's a, a, an addiction, whether it's a, a psychological um, difficulty, uh, whether you, you know, are, have a tendency to lean into um, more adventurous and reckless kind of uh, attitudes and, and places in which you put your physical body. Um, so there are different ways to kind of analyze. I don't think that's a word. Analyze. There we are. The birth chart. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. And it really does depend on the the house, the sign, and the aspect, but there is something really to say, you know, if you're feeling that, yeah, I could really strengthen, for instance, my diet before my Saturn return. I've had a few friends be diagnosed with Crohn's disease, for instance, during their Saturn return, as Saturn affects the digestive system and has very drying quality, constipation, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Skeletal <laughs> disorders, teeth disorders, 
these are things you want to take care of before Saturn, you know, makes his return. Um, so you can have an optimal, you know, level of success. So yeah, if you see red flags of, ooh, you know, I'm, I'm having issues with my digestion or like I'm having tooth pain and you're not dealing with it before your Saturn return, more often than not, you really have to deal with it um, during your Saturn return. So he does beckon you to take responsibility beforehand and also throughout your life too. You know, once you know the signs of your, your body, you know, speaking to you and you know that you need to take action on that, you will do that for the rest of your life. Um, but that's a way to prepare for Saturn return is really, really listen to things that are feeling imbalanced looking at your rhythms, you know, are you uh, staying up till five in the morning and only sleeping for a few hours and you're doing heavy manual labor, manual labor is a very Saturnian thing. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, your back goes out before you're, you're 30 type of thing. It's like, well, mm -hmm. you know, there's ways to be very proactive um, with your habits and to be very safe and to be very smart and savvy and Saturn wants you to realize that as much as possible. This is so funny. My, I'm like, I'm laughing because, yeah, my, my ex-husband had spinal surgery during his Saturn return. <laughs> I'm also laughing because I have to be gluten-free now. <laughs> A fun time, but helpful. Very, yeah, very dry, dry, lots of energy. Um, Wow, I bet all of the 25-year-olds and 26-year-olds listening are so excited. <laughs> My stomach is like <laughs> moving so much energy. Um, being, let's talk about uh, what was your Saturn return like? <laughs> I'm like, great, great question. Yeah, I think mean, that's deflect from the Saturn responsibility, but I'm like, what was yours like? I would love to know. So what was interesting about my Saturn turn, which was also why I was guided to Vedic astrology, is that Vedic astrology, we not only look at Saturn return, but we look at something called the Sati Sati, which is a fancy way, Sanskrit way of saying the seven and a half years transit of Saturn. So your Saturn return is two and a half years, but your Sati Sati, which also happens every 25, 28 years in your life, this happens for seven and a half years to your natal moon sign. So if you have your chart out and you're looking at your chart and you see that your moon and your Saturn is in the same sign, in the same house, or maybe it's one sign or one house apart, then you're going to be going through your Sati Sati and your Saturn return at the same time. And that is uber, uber Saturn terrain because not only are you seeing in your life where you need to take responsibility and where you may be if feeling a sense of, of, of unfinished tasks or unfulfilled responsibilities. But there's a lot of emotional pressure on the psyche because the moon rules your emotions, your psychology, also your body, the subconscious mind. And so lots of feelings of emotional lack, lots of feelings of, I don't have the emotional needs right? That I desire to be fulfilled, fulfilled at this time. So it can be really a place of hardship for the mind and for getting the emotional needs. And that's what it was for me uh, because my Saturn and my moon sign are in the same zodiacal sign in the same zodiacal house. 
So I had a lot of pressure on my mind tremendously during this period, but not only my mind, but things were manifesting tremendously with my mother because the moon sign represents the mother. So a Sati Sati transit, uh, often you have something go on with your parents or your grandparents, and it has a huge effect on your psyche because our parents and our lineage and our ancestors have a huge effect on our energy and who we are and, and how we create meaning and relationships and define connection in our life. So my, my Saturn return was, was uh, jumbled up with the Sati Sati, but I will say, you know, when I was faced with the two directions um, that I was faced with in terms of my purpose as a healer, am I going to go back into um, higher education and get an advanced nursing degree to, to really claim my identity and my knowledge as a healer and pursue that? Or am I going to go deep into the system of knowledge of astrology and also hypnosis, working with the subconscious? What am I going to do? And so Saturn really gave me those two roads and which one are you going to take, Brooke? And so I was constantly hopping back and forth between the two, hopping between houses, hopping between mentors, hopping between jobs. It was a lot of hopping and that type of waxing and and waning is what the moon does. It's a very fickle time. So my Saturn return was quite, quite fickle. Um, and it was very destabilizing on an emotional, physical, psychological, and also my, my family was very destabilized because it manifested in a court case, mm -hmm. uh, which has been a Sati Sati court case that is just about to finish up, actually, at the end of this transit that I'm going through. Oh, that'll feel nice. Yes, it will. <laughs> I like yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yes. Um, so yeah, you're, so the transit for you is about to be complete. Um, I'm going to say it wrong. The Sati Sati. Did it? Yeah. Um, that's a seven and a half year transit. And then the Saturn return is about a two, two and a half year transit so got it. the I want to know how you felt though those were definitely a meshed those two kinds of energies working together like how you felt when the Saturn return was over what was <laughs> I'm like I'm asking for me <laughs> I'm asking for myself just like what is it actually the question is what is it like to be on the other side of Saturn? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. It's, it's amazing. It feels so rewarding because I know I did the best under the circumstances that I had and I kept on showing up for myself. I kept on truly showing up for my health um, because with my placement of Saturn affecting my moon, it, my health was really up. Um, at one point right before Saturn was uh, transiting my natal moon before Saturn was right on having its Saturn return, um, I was, you know, 15 pounds heavier than I am now. I was mm -hmm. very inflamed. Um, I was not getting enough sleep. I was really struggling just to have energy. My thyroid and hormones were being disrupted. And I think this is something that 
a lot of women based on our environment, our food systems, microplastics, excess estrogen, xenoestrogens. When our Saturn return comes around, it's like, we got to start removing all that stuff we've started to take into our system. Mm -hmm. Because when we were born and when we were, we were babies, right, we didn't have choice in what we were eating or consuming or what our environment was or our school or in all that stuff. But when our Saturn return comes around, it's like, you have choice, but it's, but you ought to make a responsible choice in order to really thrive. So mm -hmm. it's not, it's, it's hard, but it's not impossible. And so we have to realize that in order to really have something like good health or a good relationship or a good career, fulfilling career and enjoy it and be fulfilled, we need to dedicate ourselves to it and to and to let go of really of of living in fantasy or reverie or or unrealistic expectations um you know many people who have like ideas of um like the classic i'm gonna be um you know a, a pop star or a gonna have a million followers on youtube like these ideas that their energy is gonna be you know, big and seen and successful when Saturn return comes around, it's like, oh, that's going to take time. Oh, do I really want that? Oh, I have to show up for that every single day and in multiple ways. And I have to do a lot of, a lot of problem solving. So yes, after I showed up for myself and was like, oh my God, there are so many problems and like fires to take care of. Oh, after I kept on doing that and let, my, let myself be messy and chaotic, as it often can feel like in your Saturn return, then I was able to feel a sense of, of gratitude for myself, a sense of appreciation and a sense of, okay, I got this. I know I can do this for the next 28 years of my life. I know what I'm going to sink my teeth into. I know what is required of me. All of a sudden, my time, my energy, um, and, and managing money got better. Time, energy, and money often are the things you, you work with with Saturn. So all of a sudden, I knew how to schedule my, my, my weekly schedule. I knew how to be self-employed. I knew how to say, oh, I need 20 minutes between client sessions. I knew how to take weekends off. I knew how to just find my rhythm because Saturn is really about finding your rhythm and your flow. And as women who are also, also entrepreneurs, like this is a time, sister, to find your flow, optimize your flow. And even if it looks crazy, right, even if you change something majorly in your lifestyle, if, if you're guided to do that, and if that's working after a couple moon cycles, then sink your teeth into it. There's something there. Mm -hmm. yeah I just got a planner <laughs> so I'm laughing <laughs> um yeah Saturn for me really has come and been a beautiful invitation to yeah deepen deepen in my spiritual practices I think one of the, the lingering questions was like are you sure you want to be a psychic <laughs> That was, that was the question for me. And it was this moment of like, I, you know, started, started a program, um, this year in, in March that has the potential to be six years. <laughs> I was like, okay, great. 
I love it. Having the tools to manage the survival stress that may be coming up because Saturn's like, you need to look at this is very, very important. Um, for me, that looks like breath work, meditation. And, you know, before I think Saturn was coming into my space to say hello, um, I was like, oh, I can just meditate, you know, once a week and like, I'll just jump into a session. Like what is preparation? And now it's like, absolutely not. Like you're going to run your energy. You're going to, you know, do all of the things to prep, to keep yourself grounded. Definitely a lot to do with the body for sure. As, as you're reminding me to make a dental appointment, I've been dealing with health insurance all week. So it's been a real fun time. Um, but yeah, being in it currently, I, I believe my transit will be complete in January. I keep saying to, to people, you know, who aren't necessarily, um, they don't know astrology. I'm just like, can't wait for 30. Can't wait for 30. They're like, why? I was like, (laughs) because Saturn and I will be best friends. (laughs) Until then, who's to say what's going to happen? I don't know. Um, yeah, what else what else do you to tell us about Saturn? I'm like, I just want to know all the things, like every single detail. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, just to reflect, it sounds like you have established positive what's called coping mechanism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it comes to dealing with Saturn and being mm-hmm. in alignment with your truth, because Saturn ultimately wants us to step into our greatness. And that requires us to go deep into who we are and know ourselves and know what is our truth to express in this precious lifetime. So Saturn, during a Saturn return, you'll be challenged in the sense of, are you going to, you know, watch Netflix every night or are you going to journal and you're going to finish that course that you took that's going to set you up for the career that you want or the side income that you want? Are you going to, um, you know, go on Tinder or Bumble and just kind of randomly date whoever you might feel a spark with? Or are you going to be really clear that you're dating for longevity or that you're dating for, for even marriage? A lot of people, they go through the Saturn transit and it's just like, oh, I actually kind of want a traditional relationship. And so that can be very, awakening for, mm. for many men and women, but it can be very destabilizing, especially in our culture where we, we don't have healthy templates of what a you know successful partnership or marriage looks like. So there might be times during your Saturn return where you want to carve out places to meet with mentors and healthy mentors. My mentors saved my ass during my Saturn return. All Olivia. over. I love yes. <laughs> you so much. Olivia, thank God. Even Brooke did um, my Vedic chart I, earlier this year. Yeah, I would say like January. Oh, so enlightening, so enlightening. But thank you to my mentor. Guys. Yes. And so that's like a helpful like coping mechanism. And instead of even like reaching out to you know, your friend, you, your friend, you go out partying with, or you go out dancing with, um, just to like, you know, process, you go to a mentor, you hire support, you invest in yourself. And that also develops 
your self-esteem, which Saturn wants you to develop your self-esteem. He wants you to develop your self-worth, your sense of self, and really allow you to go after what you want. But that's going to require more positive coping mechanisms. So breath work. I do Kundalini yoga every day. And mm -hmm. for sure, I, I do my mantra practices before I meet with clients or I, I do some energy rituals that are you know non-negotiable. And the same thing with things that I eat in my diet, there's things that are non-negotiable now. Um, so really, you know, giving yourself gratitude for saying, I declare this to be the strategy, the, the practice, the, the way in which I engage my world and the people in my world to be the new level of me, to be mm -hmm. the new experience of me, and really just staying with that. Because we can a lot of people who don't have successful Saturn returns, they can, they know, they have a knowing that's like, oh, right, that would be really helpful if I did that, if I, um, you know, started getting massages once a month to help my stress. But then, you know, life happens, they get caught up, they don't want to go to the massage therapist and stuff. And then they have um, serious pain, physical pain, and also it contributing to emotional pain. But if they, you know, establish that habit, Saturn's all about habits. If they had established that habit beforehand, then they could have lessened the suffering, emotional and psychological, physical suffering. Then if they just declared that this is my new habit, I'm going to show up for myself. And that often requires a sense of worth, a sense of I'm mm. worthy of showing up for myself. So Saturn really confronts our self-image and the beliefs about ourselves and our beliefs to be worthy of love, to be worthy of support, to be worthy of, of having mentorship. I was going to cry. I'm like, yeah. yeah, it definitely, it definitely feels like that for sure. And it's been quite a reach, you know, for me, um, with self-worth and navigating a divorce in the process of my own self-care and my own needs as somebody who's extremely sensitive and being able to invest in the coaches and the mentors when sometimes you just have no idea how it's going to happen. Sometimes you're like, you know, and then daddy Saturn comes in and is like, here's the money. You're welcome. I'm like, but it's like the long game with, with Saturn. It's like, you sure? Are you sure you're actually going to do it? Are you going to dedicate yourself to it? I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, definitely on the self-worth. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And like, what is our, what is our havingness? What is our worthiness of receiving the things that are going to support us in the long term? And how can we take care of our bodies, take responsibility for our health, take responsibility for our words and our actions? Um, for me, it's been deeply, deeply, deeply about learning how to be responsible for my language and mm. it's been a wild ride all at once and I'm, I'm really grateful for the people in my life my mentors my friends sometimes my friends are just the greatest teachers just the greatest teachers I'm like wow guys <laughs> thank you for helping me learn this through love um but yeah Saturn Saturn has has its way with you whether you like it or not um really the key to it is surrender 
surrender and take action. T surrender and take action. Yeah, not just surrender, not like, ah, oh, it's, it's surrender and take action and then do that every day. Yeah. Yes, it's that, the alchemy of really confronting your shadow, but also being willing to be held in the grace of time and that with time things do change mm. it's just how you are utilizing that time is what's really going to help yeah. mm. <sighs> i'm like thinking about all the 26 year olds and i'm like guys it's gonna be okay <laughs> It's so going to be okay. Everything it's so going to be okay. And there is, there is support. There is, there is support. And it really has to do with a lot of it as well, right? With where Saturn is and what house. Mm -hmm. um, that makes it, that makes a, a pretty big impact. Um, yeah, we can go into that really yeah. quickly. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Let's start with house number one. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Yeah, so this is just a general um, interpretation of Saturn in your houses. So just be open to what areas Saturn is going to um, affect in your life. So even if Saturn's in your third house, you might have things happen that have to do with the ninth house um, or, or something else. If Saturn is with your son, for instance, your identity, um, your domain, your kingdom might get shaken up. So it all depends, but this is just general Saturn in the houses. So if Saturn's in your first house and you're going through your cyber return, there's often concerns with health, concerns with your path in life, your career, and who you want to become. Saturn transiting, having your return in the second house, it's about death. It's about financial responsibilities you're often feeling like, oh, am I really going to live with $70,000 of student loans for the next 30 years? Or am I going to find a way to kind of hack that debt? Am I going to do that PhD program that's going to accumulate hundreds of thousands of dollars to be, you know, in a um, academic position, or am I going to go into this lucrative sales job that's also going to be fulfilling things about money and strategy and financial responsibilities, Saturn in the second house, transiting often things come to surface like that. Saturn in the third, it can be anything from feeling stuck as like an employee or being under someone else's power. And it's really about you stepping into more of your courageous self and really channeling your courage and your your creativity the third house is the house of writing and communications so it might be a place where if you've felt blocked like writers blocked or blocked creatively and expressing who you are being in your your power being courageously you outspoken saturn returning in that house you may feel that impotence to to speak your truth so fourth house, you may feel a sense of more of a psychological lack. Fourth house rules emotions and our mothers. So there might be feelings of more or less like a deep emotional lack or some emotional entanglements with mom that need to be spoken to or taken care of. And I've had a lot of people with um, 
after their Saturn transit to the fourth house, it's like, my mom and I finally started talking and it's getting better. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Saturn in the fourth. Woo. <laughs> Saturn in the fifth. Uh, the fifth house is all about children. So it might, things about children or even there's a lot of women who have their first child between 28 and 30. Um, things like, am I going to be prepared to have children? How am I going to prepare my body to have children? What is my relationship to children? Do I want children? Things like this. Um, Saturn going through the six things around debt as well. Things around also disease and physical ailments. So guts, uh, your guts, <laughs> anything with your gut imbalances. Um, also your spine, things like this and pets. Sometimes when people have a Saturn, their Saturn returns happening in their sixth house, they lose a beloved pet. And no. it sets up to a huge healing journey. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my roommate has Saturn in the sixth. I'm like, no, the cats are mine. <laughs> Love them up. I'm like, no. It may not it can manifest in so many different ways that's the that's, beauty and i know i love it seventh house if saturn goes through your seventh house your saturn return you can often have a sense of feeling isolated even if you are in a relationship as the seventh house is a relationship house you can feel isolated from your partner or just isolated from connecting with with other people and you might have a greater need to be alone and so you want to kind of check yourself if your need for isolation is benefiting your Saturn, if your isolation energy is actually giving you space to reflect, to reorganize, to restructure your life and where you want to direct your energy, or if that isolating energy is actually a coping mechanism of avoidance. So really watch that Saturn in the seventh house. It's a big one. Mm. Um, Saturn transiting the eighth house. The eighth house is all about longevity. And often people, you know, really find spirituality and especially alternative forms of spirituality when Saturn's moving through the eighth house. You may have kind of like an existential crisis of what great things do you need to do before you, you pass on from this lifetime. Um, questioning about mortality, questioning about death. Um, those who are guided to do death doula work or even midwifery, um, Saturn in the eighth, this might be a, a good time to start studying that and start um, having an um, open relationship to, to the death and the birth cycle of life. Saturn in the ninth, often things get shaken up philosophically. So you may change your religion, you may change your spirituality, you may have second thoughts on the religious, you know, uh, w ways in which you were um, conditioned. So this is a big po positive transit when you're having Saturn transit your, your ninth house. Um, and it could also give you some extra discipline if you're in college or getting your master's, late 20s, early 30s, a lot of people are. So it can give you a lot of energy to focus in on your thesis and publishing and stuff like that. Saturn transiting the 10th. The 10th is a really powerful house too. And so 
often what's on your mind is like, what greatness am I going to do in my life and through my career or, or through me just showing up fully who I am? So there's a lot of contemplation on like, what am I going to be great at? What am I going to do that I'm going to excel at? And what can I really dedicate and devote myself to that's going to bring me joy, but is also going to bring me a sense of contribution to the world that's Saturn in the 10th house. Saturn transiting the 11th, people often have this energy that, okay, I can see that there's goodness for me but I'm struggling to get ahead. I'm struggling to move forward. And instead of losing so much, I wanna be earning stuff. I wanna be earning things. I wanna be learning. I wanna be earning financially. I wanna have gains. And I wanna have more than what I put out. So there's kind of a struggle to, to get ahead when you have Saturn going through your 11th house. And it's kind of like, okay, what can I do to get ahead that's going to be worthwhile, even if it's a temporary position, even if it's, for instance, I'm self-employed, but having a, a stable nine to five job that's going to bring me a great standard income and health insurance, maybe that is actually going to get me ahead for what I really want to do. Saturn in the 12th is about, oh, go ahead. I'm like, yes, it's me, Saturn in the 12th. I'm ready. <laughs> the 12th house, as you probably know, is a place of the subconscious. And it's a place of feeling imprisoned of some sort. <laughs> yeah. So there can feel a sense of bondage, a sense of heaviness, a sense of like, oh, my psychic energy, my subconscious energy. It's just kind of in a daze. It's in a cloud. Uh, you can be really susceptible to, to foreign energies um, and also what your own mind is telling you. So people with Saturn that have a Saturn transit going through their 12th house, it's usually a motivation to get their mind in order and to heal from a subconscious level. Mm -hmm. um, but also things like losses and expenses also rule the 12th house. So in order to heal, right, we in order to get the support that we need, there might be some expenses for that, you know, hypnotherapist that you see twice a month or for this program that you really want. There's a sense of loss, a sense of expenses, but the 12th house also rules. No one really emphasizes this, but it's, it's super important. The 12th rules of the fulfillment of a wish or a fulfillment of a desire. And often we get that wish, we get that desire because we have to trade off something in our energy or in our checkbook there's a trade-off to getting that wish fulfilled and it can look like a loss like you had to mm. sell your second car or you had to sell your first car or you had to um mm -hmm. you know change your life in some way that felt like a loss but actually it was giving you the fulfillment of a wish that you had mm -hmm. i i had to uh give up my studio space here in Asheville. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. There you go. And in order to be able to sleep <laughs> the night. <laughs> so yeah. And sleep, sleep rules, like the subconscious sleep also mm -hmm. rules the 12th house. So people who have sleep issues, who are not take 
putting sleep first and forward, do this when you're having Saturn, even if you don't have Saturn natally in the 12th house, when Saturn is transiting anyone's 12th house, honey, work on your sleep, okay? Work on protecting your space, turn off the Wi-Fi. Sleep is going to really, really help the pressures of Saturn and the hardships that Saturn may bring and also the scheduling that you need to do and and optimizing your time. You need that sleep. I just had the download last night. I was laying in my bed running my energy and I was like, I should turn off the Wi-Fi. (laughs) I was like, I should do that. Yeah, I was like, hmm, I wonder what that would feel. Uh, My mentor just got a EMF jacket. She wears that. She said it's been absolutely incredible. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. How much EMF am I just like taking in scrolling on Instagram reels? And I'm like, oh, like a lot. Um, so I'm, I'm curious about what the implementation of keeping my phone downstairs is going to look like. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Yay. 12th house of fulfillment of a wish. I live in my dream home. I am happy. <laughs> gotta give something up I'll do it I'll do it I will do it um yeah oh thank you so much for that breakdown I think that's going to be really supportive to anyone listening and all you guys got to do is go and look up your astrology chart like all you need is your birth time you do need your birth time um and you can see uh little Saturns I'm like I wish I could draw it for you but this is a podcast Um, You'll see Saturn's little elf emblem hanging out in one of the houses and Mm -hmm. you'll know, you'll know what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, as you were saying, like I have so many of my friends' charts memorized for my own good. Um, People are like, do you read, do you read charts? I'm like, no, but I'll read it for myself. (laughs) Um, And I was like, oh, wow. Just like kind of being like, huh, I wonder what themes are in that area of life for you. And since most of my friends are about to turn 30, we're all going through it kind of together. It's cute. It's cute. We're all struggling together collectively. <laughs> just knowing Saturn by, as a skill, as a healer or just a coach or anyone, really, if you know how to identify and look at Saturn, you have a great foundation to practice astrology. So yeah, I highly recommend you you lean into that, Alexandria. And also, um, just side note, one of the things in relationship astrology, you wanna make sure your Saturns are harmonious. You wanna make sure they're on more or less the same page or they can see each other. So having okay. a good Saturn aspect in relationship charts is actually really good because okay. you want your relationship to live long. You want your Saturns to be in communication. Uh, you, so there is there is something to to understanding Saturn in relationship astrology too, which is a another podcast. <laughs> I'm like yes. So you want them to look at each other or to be like conjunct or just aspecting each other nicely. Aspecting okay. each other nicely. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> pulling charts in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else that Saturn wants us to know as we're like coming to a close that Saturn's like, Hey, the people listening need to know to tie their shoes correctly or else they will trip and fall. (laughs) 
I would say that, you know, when you're really stepping into your Saturn, you're able to step into things that you don't want to do the same way with things that you do want to do. And so it's, it's amazing. It's a sense of, of true empowerment and, and internal success to be able to say, okay, I got to fix the car today and I get to go to a job that I love. Can I do both of these things with the same amount of mindfulness, of neutrality? Can I accomplish those same things? And it's really dependent on your mindset and your relationship to your mind and how you see yourself as someone who's capable and able to do difficult things and as a person who's able to do pleasant things but you have the same type of approach. It's that type of maturity uh, that you, you can see in people who've lived good, long Saturn lives is that even the difficult things they handle with grace as much as the beautiful and easeful things they also handle with grace. So I think that's the last thing I would add. Yeah, leave us with that. I'm crying. It's, it's really potent. It's really potent. That's really what life is about being in that ebb and flow and not everything is going to be easy but it's how you approach it how you handle it how you lean in when things get hard and I, neutrality is one of my favorite words is like can you be neutral to paying your bill even though it's bringing up some energy versus like you going and having like a drink with your friends whatever or whatever it is like i love that so much so we're just gonna leave it at that brooke thank you so much Thank you so, 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 so much for teaching us all about Saturn. It is so important, especially for us 28 to 30-year-olds who are returning right now. Honestly, I'm going to start a little club, a little support group or something. Um, how can people listening connect with you? How can they, how can they get connected? So, so lovely to discuss Saturn Alexandria, thank you so much for having me. And yes, people can go to my website, brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E hyphen underwood.com, or they can find me on Instagram, brooke underwood energy. And I'm also on Facebook with my full name as well. And you can email me if you're inquiring any sort of astrological session, you can message me on Instagram. And I also do free intuitive readings in my Facebook group, Wealth Priestess Society mm. for women in business. I'm in it. I'm in that pl place. You should go. It's a vibe. Wealth Priestess <laughs> Society is a vibe. You should head over there and oh, so much information in there. So thank you so much, Brooke. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Conscious Connection, the podcast. We want to remind you that any statements or opinions shared on this podcast are from our own experiences or that of our guests, and we invite you to take what resonates and leave what doesn't. If you love our show and want to connect with us further, please reach out through our website or Instagram linked in the show notes. We're excited to announce our group program Metamorphosis will be launching in the fall. To learn more, please go to alexandriakenyon.com slash metamorphosis. See you next time.